Nerdcore was invented in 1995 by the notorious B.I.G. when he said Super Nintendo Sega Genesis, and they killed him for it. That's true. The ghetto gangsta style rappers, he was the first guy to betray them by moving, uh, moving ahead, not focusing on the subject matter of bitches, blunts, and bling, and he was martyred. Yeah, they didn't have video games on the West Coast yet. So when they heard that, they're like, we got to kill this guy. Was an Atari, Atari paid for a hit squad because, he, because they were worried about the sales of the Jaguar, Atari Jaguar. That's why that shit failed. That's why the Sega Saturn failed, too. That's right. Yeah. Certain rappers weren't giving an even treating to all the different systems that were available in the U.S. market. And then they didn't live to see the repercussions of that, either. They called it the console wars. Yeah. But some brave men have taken up the mantle of talking about all video game systems, no matter how popular, no matter how old. Yeah, like, Nerdcore is something that kind of just disappeared in my mind, because I basically never paid any attention to it. And you really only... I think the only semi-mainstream place to hear about it was, like, Adult Swim, because MC Chris was, like, kind of associated with it. But in my mind, I kind of erased all that and just remember, like... Flying Lotus and MF Doom being part of like the Adult Swim circle, you know, but there's like the other, the lamer side of it that has been kind of forgotten since like 2010 until now. Until now. We're doing a look back. Yeah. In order to spark the Nerdcore revival, we've got to take a look at the original Nerdcore movement from like, I don't know what, 06 to like 2010-ish. Yeah. All this shit is on the internet still, which is awesome. They were the first guys to relentlessly document their real-life events and their meetups and, like, clips of them freestyling. <laughs> like, uh, there's a, I found a clip of MC Router and a couple other uh, nerdcore greats trying to do a freestyle in Amsterdam on the bus. And they were like, <laughs> yo, I'm in Amsterdam. Uh, that's the place where I happen to be am. <laughs> Should we add that to the playlist? Is it worth it? Uh, I could dig it up. But yeah, it might be worth I th- it. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I think... Well, maybe we should start... Uh, speaking of how this is like the first stuff to be uploaded to YouTube, pretty much. This... Uh, the It's called Nerdcore for Life Trailer. I guess this is like a longer documentary. But this was uploaded in 2006. So like the very first year of YouTube, I think. It's just some real vintage shit here. This is before irony was invented. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the whole genre apparently is. So, I mean, let's just watch this trailer to get it started. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hard out there for a pimp, but uh, it's even harder out there for a nerd. Us nerds are the oppressed and the downtrodden. You know, God. overlooked mm-hmm. at high school dances, shunned at cafeteria lunch tables, picked last in dodgeball, beat up and spit on and wedged and ridiculed in gym class locker rooms across the globe. You know what? We're not gonna fucking take it anymore. Life sucks. Just continue us disappointing. It's like a man in his 30s, by the way. Yes. Talking about the school lunch table. I explain nerdcore to someone as geek rap, nerd rap, as rappers who rap about. I would explain it using a synonym for the same words that make up the genre. I realize that one of these guys that they show in this, they don't have audio of him, is Jesse Dangerously, who was once bullied on Twitter by me and a few other people. 
<laughs> I forget. What did he do? It's really definitely I think he made like a fat positive like rap or something. Like, I'm just going to do whatever I'm going to do. I mean, if you think about He did something rap, goofy. Like, I forget what life. it was exactly, but I remember he got about whatever the hell you wanted very mad for a long time about being lightly ribbed. For anyone who's read The Lord of the Rings, you would, you'll know that uh, J.R. Tolkien fills oh, the Oh, he was arguing that calories have no relation uh, to really food metabolism. Aha. That's uh -huh. that okay. like a completely <laughs> made up when you have that rhyming concept. To just set it to a beat and, uh, I don't know about that, pal. The idea of Stephen Hawking rapping. Oh, we missed on that last song. artist. It's but like yeah, some guy who wears Hobbit feet on stage and raps about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> that's, really that's actually kind of a good bit, the Hobbit feet, at least. This was well I after his, the movies came out too, so it's not like that was niche. I'd watch a psych rock band uh, who all uh, had Hobbit feet, like dirty, you know, dirty hippie feet, but like yeah, exaggerated, big, 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 dirty hippie feet. That's how like Tame Impala should uh, revitalize themselves. <laughs> I was just gonna say, they got the budget to really go crazy with it. It's like, you know, even it's amazing to me that you know, that before the pandemic, Tame Impala was headlining every major festival, and now after the pandemic, like going on like two years later, by the time Primavera happens, Tame Impala will also be headlining every major festival. It's incredible. I guess people like that band that much. I guess they're just that good. Yeah, they're all right from what I've heard. And in my time, I see Hubble's curse. In my time, I see trouble hurts. And in my time, I... The thing that offends me the most about the Nerdcore trailer is that most of it is in the left speaker only, which is yep. very not nerdy. If you're a nerd, if you're an AV club kid, you should know about that, about downmixing shit to mono. Oh, this guy is in a scrolling LED belt buckle. God. Yeah, most nerdcore songs just sound like shit in general. Like, there's almost no halfway decent production at all. Nerdcore is great. It's gonna fucking blow up and shit, and I'm, we're gonna be rich no, as hell. Not. I'm gonna play mm -mm. diamond video games. I'm gonna have an arcade that is made out of gold. If you're doing nerdcore. And, That's a great uh, quote from that guy. What does he really mean, diamond video it. games? Uh, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. It's a PlayStation yeah, made out of diamonds. Live in the '60s, it was civil rights in the '90s, gay pride, and the new millennium. Bitches better fear the nerd revolution. Oh, you know, I'm very, I'm very say telling quote. Nerd he's liberation. Not, he's not wrong because they did kind of. They did liberate themselves, and now uh, now everyone has to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really should have driven all these guys out of California. Mm -hmm. That guy specifically is at Stanford. It's uh, I saw a different video of that, some nerdcore convention where they were st uh, on the steps of a Stanford building rapping about C++. Oh, maybe that was MC++ doing it. No, I don't think it was him. I think his name is like Hazi. <laughs> Someone else. No, There's it's, multiple rappers who like talking about C++. No, Mon, that was Monzi, who actually has a, oh. a beef with MC++. <laughs> and I'm not making that up. They have a beef. <laughs> I hate the idea that in the near future when I'm being chased by like fucking uh, like uh, an AI that has, uh, that has the thinking capacity of a dog and it's like a security robot that's trying to neutralize me, that it, w it will have been programmed by a guy who... Uh, is featured in this in this trailer, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
He'll get his revenge yet. I guess I might as well get into that article then, because it's about that yeah. guy, Monzi, who we heard uh, talking about how nerd liberation is the next step after black liberation. Uh, it's about him and his beef with his East Coast nerdcore counterpart, MC++. Yeah, this is a 2005 article in Wired, so this is pretty early in the history of the genre here. Yeah. Tupac and Biggie move over. A new hip-hop feud is brewing that glamorizes not guns and hoes. <laughs> hoes has an apostrophe <laughs> before it for some reason. Do you think it's like a contraction of whose? Like there were, the W is taken out? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Not guns and hoes, but Java and secure encryption algorithms. While gangster rap is seen as celebrating the violence and aggression that claim two of its brightest stars, geeksta rap is a hip-hop genre celebrating coding skills and school grades. Sorry, what kind of rap? Geeksta. A geeksta. Geeksta. It's like a... <laughs> it's a very spit phrase. It's easy to spit when you're saying geeksta. Get that saliva going. It sounds Scandinavian. Geeksta. Also dubbed nerdcore, this branch of hip-hop is for geeks by geeks. They should have rewritten that so they could have a cool acronym like FUBU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. FUBU. <laughs> Geekster rappers adopt the same combative verbal assault stylings, stylings of their forerunners, but bust rhymes about elite script compiling and dope machine code. Oh, I, I hate this. This shit's so bad. I fucking hate this so much. This is the article that Nerdcore deserves, though. Yes. Our raps are filled with braggadocio, but instead of boasting about our bitches, blunts, Benzes, or Benjamins, maybe we <laughs> talk about our math skills or the efficiency of our code, Munzee said. What do you think that's for? This Stanford guy is, I'm sure, in, like works for Google or something now. Like, what do you think that's for if not money? Mm -hmm. Like, you got a computer science degree to do charity. Possibly the least oppressed group of people on the planet. <laughs> exactly. All roads are open for you, angry nerds. I mean, the term was first coined in 2000 by nerdy New York rapper MC Frontalot in a track of the same name, which we're going to have to get to him later, but I think he might be the most annoying of like the major artists. Like just the way like people are going to have to watch the videos of him themselves cuz like just the way he moves his hands while he raps is just like so anxiety inducing and just angering. It's a, it's a toss up between him and uh, MC Router, who unfortunately we also we we will listen to later as well. Yeah, yeah. MC Router, that's a doozy. Frontalot, a New York designer who declined to give his real name, conceded he has mediocre mic skills, but said nerds can out hip hop hip hop's true superstars. I think computer science graduates have a better chance than most rappers at calculating and devising hitherto unheard rhyme pairings, he said. 50 Cent has dance clubs and oral sex. We have awesome video cards. God. <laughs> Every single person interviewed in this and the writer themselves uh, loves doing the, like, it's not about blunts, it's about calculators. Because here's another one of... Uh, the stigma was that was once attached to computer geeks and role-playing nerds has diminished incredibly fast, said digital gangster Bryce Case Jr., a.k.a. White Cracker. Y.T. Cracker. Y.T. Cracker. Uh, Y.T. Cracker. It, actually, I think we're going to listen to a song by him, too. He is but real he goes on. 
Uh, it has almost become trendy to have skills on a computer. Rather than guns and hoes, I speak about DDoS attacks and cam girls. That's the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, how, how is that a moral comparison? It's yeah, just instead of hoes, like, I'm talking about cam girls. Shittier versions of the same thing. You're looking at it through a computer screen. Also, that's what normal rappers were already doing by like 2004 or five. Like, if you listen to like Paul Wall from that time, he's got that song "Internet Going Nuts," and he's just talking about like talking to girls on social media, like early social media sites. Like, I don't think it was like unique of nerdcore to discover that. No, Soldier Boy is nerdcore by that definition. Yeah, because he was talking <laughs> about cell phones and like uh, T-Mobile sidekicks, and he has yeah, his own true. game he system. Was, uh, He's the only rapper who has his own game system. MC Lars right. <laughs> doesn't have a game system. MC Frontalot doesn't have a game system. That's a great point. And wait, oh, actually, you know what I'm going to add to this uh, playlist is anime by Soulja Boy. Yes. I think you, we can make a case that he deserves to be a nerdcore artist. When that, when that dropped for me when I was like 15, that blew my mind. <laughs> that was like, I assume <laughs> what it was like when Sgt. Pepper dropped and it was like... <laughs> Just perfect for me at that moment for Soldier Boy to make Dude. a song that's just like anime, anime, anime. I'm never gonna get over that song. It's <laughs> one of the greatest of all time. It's it's weird that like at the same time this was getting like uh, gassed up by by Wired and fucking whatever you know Esquire. Uh, there was a way more nerdier camp of people making rap music, <laughs> like people who legitimately, uh, you know, were more believable. Objectively speaking, which is like yeah. anti-con, anti-con, you know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like hey, we're gonna do like uh, super fast, annoying rhyme schemes with like a cello in the background in cartoon yeah, I voices. Think, um, MC Frontalot comes the closest to like bridging that gap, but he's still in like the nerdcore world because he coined it. But he he has like an annoying high pitched voice and tries to use like uh, you know thesaurus type of rhymes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's professional enough that it's more annoying. Yeah. Like, it's less mm. enjoyable because it's not blatantly incompetent, but it's, <laughs> it's so true. stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The self-proclaimed number one greatest computer science gangsta rapper ever is MC++, a geeksta leading light whose moniker comes from the C++ programming language. Oh, he's a uh, Purdue University, Indiana PhD candidate and, quote, CS pimp whose album, Algo Rhythms, was recorded oh, with pirated on, software. He calls himself the Tupac of the computer science world. MC++ rattles off lines like, I'm encrypting shit like every single day, sending it across a network in a safe way, protecting messages to make me pay. If you hack me, you're guilty under DMCA. Yo, what is he, uh, <laughs> what is he encrypting? What are you talking about there? What are you downloading on the dark web? That you have to hide from us. Yeah, you little freak. What are you downloading? Yeah, I want to see all these guys download history. All of them. The lead to this Esquire article is pretty incredible. Time was, if you wanted to hear authentic folk music, you'd hop oh, in no. a Studebaker, drive to where civilization ended, and find some toothless relic plunking on a broken guitar and screaming about satanic possession. You weren't just listening to music, you were peeking into a dark and esoteric America. Today, even if you can find a rare patch of land outside of P.F. Chang's delivery area, nobody's forging their own bizarre musical traditions. They're listening to Pretty Ricky. Does P.F. Chang's <laughs> deliver? I don't know. 
Maybe during the pandemic, but not in like 2007 when this was written. I thought they were more of a dine-in place, like a fast casual. That's just the pitch for John Coltrane Review School of uh, Music Journalism. Yeah, pretty much. It's so close. It's like... Oh, there's just one more good quote from the Wired article I want to circle back to. Uh, they're talking to a Geeksta fan who says, The lyrics are full of inside jokes that only those knowledgeable in computer science would understand. Besides, some songs do a good job of capturing the everyday struggles of computer science majors. <laughs> Maybe we should check out a few such songs now. Brace yourself. I, to me, this is a great place to start. Uh, MC Lars featuring MC Front a lot. OG original gamer. Like, this is as, as well produced as the genre ever got. It's just insanely annoying. You'll recognize MC Front a lot when he comes in because it was just like high-pitched, obnoxious flow. Uh, <laughs> this to me like kind of just sums up what the genre is all about. OG original gamer, sad ass fist of a stranger. OG original gamer, sad ass Every shot in this video you can smell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> MC Lars up first. Wait, this isn't the nasal high pitched voice guy? Oh no, it gets worse. I don't know what is wrong with this guy's flow. This is MC Frontalot? <laughs> yeah. This is like the leading light of the genre. This is the... Uh... Also, he is well into his 40s when he made this video. So I think he's like pushing like 50 now. Jesus Christ. I guess he is an OG original <laughs> yeah, gamer. He's yeah, playing he is. It's true. Tennis for two on a radar machine. He, he has kind of praying mantis uh, movements. It's, it's really yeah, upsetting. He does. Just bobbing around weirdly with his, his hands up near the top of his chest. Your own good. Wits that you shown should you level up. It's understood. I haven't been out since 98. Let's take a Saturn. I've been learning tennis combos and the speed run patterns. More play, less chatter. You're a champion kid. Under the mattress, there better be some cartridges hit. Up, down, left, right, BA, mask. I don't like that voice he does. I see what he's I going was, for, but it just sounds yeah. so weird. It's, it's not good. It's so annoying. It's, it's very close to the uh, Mighty Boosh grimping voice. <laughs> it reminds me of a little bit of something Lin-Manuel Miranda would make. Mm -hmm. I wonder if Lin-Manuel Miranda was inspired by MC Front a lot. <laughs> Also, in the hook, they're saying the original gamer has the sad eyes, the face of a stranger. Like, I don't understand the, the premise. That doesn't make sense. They're lonely? I don't know. Seems like they're having a big party. The yeah, face it seems of like a there's stranger. a bunch of them hanging out together. There's a guy with a Google sweatshirt, and I guarantee you he didn't work at Google. There's a guy with an anonymous mask. <laughs> Damn, man, that's so sick. That guy's just burping into his mask and inhaling it over and over. This type of guy, like the guy in the Google shirt, 
Stanford guy are totally are, are in a large part responsible for how awful everything is now. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're evil people. <laughs> like they are truly evil. We got to re-examine what happened with the kulaks. Is what I'm saying. They're hoarding grain. Yeah, we need They're it. Hoarding. We need the data. We need the gigabytes. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Stop hoarding gigabytes. That shit bites. Here's another uh, one. This is about lolcats by Doctor Popular. I looked him up on Twitter, and the first thing I found was a video of him doing yo-yo tricks. <laughs> This one's like an instant favorite when you found it earlier, Alex. This is so good. Yeah. Never make a song about memes because it's not going to hold up. I will find it and I'm going to make fun of it years later. God, man. This is the worst thing on the screen. This is the worst thing we've listened to on this podcast. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I think so. It's worse than anything else. It's worse than the Goldwaters. Uh, yep. I don't know how anybody this has, like, ever the found X those factor, though. Like, this, this is so bad that I'm going to watch it 20 times, though. Like, I really like this. He's got a weird fit. He's got, like, a plaid. What's that pattern? It's like kind of a gingham almost or something. A pattern button-down shirt and then a gray blazer over it. And he's got it like buttoned down. He's got a gold chain. Not like a interspersing all these like uh, memes. Like a weird 2000s guy necklace. He kind of looks like Brian Posehn but skinnier. Yeah. Filmed it in an alley for some reason. I'm not sure why. This song is half over. Maybe it was like the most gangsta place he could find in like a 50 foot radius. It's why yeah. bands. It's why bands get their picture taken in front of a brick wall or at train tracks. You know. Yeah, the classic train tracks. Photo. We're from industrial America. Why would you give me catnip? That is the worst thing that you could give me right now. You know, I know. It'd be cool to take band photos in front of the Burj Al Dubai. <laughs> yes. Like pointing up at it. Look at this thing. Posting pictures on Flickr, making fun of our vernacular. I promise not to run if you take off the speech. There's nowhere left to run, nowhere to retreat. Nom, nom, nom. And now there's nothing left to eat. Oh, God, man. This song's so good. Really brutal to listen to. It's punishing. Wait a minute. He's standing in front of a building that has painted on the wall Asians.com. <laughs> no. What is it? I'm going to find out where this is. What does this direct to? Oh, Chrome is telling me not to go to it. <laughs> I think uh, when we went to his. Twitter. He's from San Francisco, so I'm gonna assume it's there. But, but yeah, I don't know. That's that to me is a top tier song. It's really good. Nothing. Nothing has aged worse than that. Just brutal. Like you were saying, just doing any kind of meme song is just asking to be punished later. You know. Yeah, like the guys who made the song about uh, 
Nyan Cat, the 99 memes in one song, guys. Ugh. That one and the Brazilian one about the Rage comics. I will find those and I will remember them forever. <laughs> and the more time goes by, the funnier they get that people made a song about that shit. So that I found out that Alleyway is actually um, the site of the world's largest lolcat um, or what they're claiming is the world's largest lolcat in 2008. Oh, wow. A mural at the end of Quincy Street painted by um, someone named Invisible Bike. Do you think someone has made a larger lolcat since 08? Like someone in 2019 decided to do it? <laughs> you know, the only guy is that one. The only guy who would do that in 2019 is Elon Musk because he probably yeah, just learned about true, it. That's true. The town right over from the town I grew up in, so, so Duncan, British Columbia, um, for the longest time, like claimed to have the world's biggest hockey stick. But it was actually the world's second biggest hockey stick. The, the world's biggest hockey stick was in uh, Minnesota somewhere. <laughs> and, um, and they had to settle for world's biggest hockey stick and puck. <laughs> Is the puck uh, imp- impressively large? Yeah, yeah. It's to scale with the stick. So uh, <laughs> Pretty good. Couldn't they just a, enlarge a, it? They, they could have added like, yeah, I guess they could have added like a couple of feet to the end of the stick or something. <laughs> Just graft it on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best kind of small town drama, though. Ours is biggest. (laughs) The world's biggest lol cat, man. That kicks ass. God. There's another song that I remember now that doesn't fit into this, but it's uh, it's called The Day the Lol Cats Died. And it's by some guy who is mad about that, like, uh, like, Fupa Peepa or something. What's that? Some like uh, some law they were gonna pass about the internet, and everybody got mad at it. And he made a song that was a parody of American Pie about how they're gonna the ban all cats. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. Um. So I guess we should move. We mentioned him earlier. I assume you're supposed to pronounce it White Cracker, the YT Cracker. <laughs> YT Whitey Cracker. Whitey Cracker. Yeah, Whitey Cracker. I don't know. He doesn't really need to differentiate himself from the other rappers because the other ones are white too. Yeah. So like like with Snow, who is trying to be down with the boys, like it was a self-effacing thing. Like, oh, I'm the white guy who hangs out with like the Jamaican immigrant kids or whatever. But when you're playing like all white shows, (laughs) all white rap concerts, it's like... Everybody else has a normal name. Why are you bringing attention to this? Yeah, this is his song, uh, NES. I'll get it going here. He's so proud of having heard of Super Mario. So this song has way too long of an intro. And then, like, the beat's actually fairly good because he's just sampling an actual, like, I assume Mega Man song. I don't know for sure. But, of course, like, the once he comes in, he ruins it, but... the long ass yep. intro. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Excruciating. Down, down, left, right, left, right. Then we got to open with the Konami code. It's the cracker, why the cracker, the game genie. Genie bits with the 8-inch weenie. It's so lazy to start with the Konami code. I know, it's That's what you would put in when you run out of ideas. Stylie, Dr. Wiley. Beat me three times and you win a smiley. Underground like the sewer where I kick it with rap. Yodel back, Ninja Turtles, Cowabunga, where you at? Yeah, this is just Mega Man. This is just the Mega Man music. Yeah. 
He just had to spit over it. He had to jump on this shit. It's impossible to describe how lame this looks. Yeah, it's all green screen shit. And he's wearing like an 8 bit tie over like a vest. He's dressed a like a pimp, pimp like James O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all in 2006 video quality. It's like public access quality. It's real bad. Oh, NES stands for Nerd Rap Entertainment System. I get it. <laughs> Nerd rap is one word. Double dragon, helicopter kick, bobo off the roof. Have all his henchmen like what the hook. Then we butt heads with battle toes. Double tapping right to run that phone. I'm not really sure why this guy was so into NES. Yeah, he's a little bit young to, for that to have been his real childhood. Like, even if you like those games, I think everybody can admit that Super Nintendo was better in oh, yeah. 64 and like, I'm guessing, like, given his age at the time this was made, he's probably about my age, which means that, like, PS2 was out when he was, like, 12 or 13, you know? Yeah, it was well before his time. It was like a cred thing, being an old school guy, even though, like, a lot of those games just suck and aren't fun to play. Everyone wants to be MC Front a lot, but he's the only guy who's the actual OG. I'm glad that sort of died out where, like, guys don't have to be like, I'm a real gamer because I beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on NES. Yeah. Like, it, it's the same thing with, it, completely with rap, irrelevant. though. Like, it's just, like, you don't have to measuring. pretend anymore, like, 80s rap was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you don't even have to listen to anything from before 2000 anymore. You know? Well, it wasn't about bitches, blunts, and bling. That's the important thing. Maybe this was cool back in the day because not that many guys knew how to do a video capture on their emulator. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a good point. Like, How did you get that footage of Mario without filming the screen? Yeah. <laughs> like you were saying, like this stuff wouldn't fly today just because it's so like easy to do. But I guess, uh, you know, almost 15-ish years ago, it's like most people didn't, weren't even like uploading to YouTube in general, you know? Yeah, it was a transition time that I don't think could really happen again, where you had social media and you had the internet uh, and, like, video editing technology to make this shit happen, but it wasn't uh, quite at the point where it's just, like, commonly accepted that, like, everybody knows how to use a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody knows how to use this shit. Like, it, it's totally common for anyone under, like, 50 to, like know all this shit like they've played super mario before they don't they know what a ps1 is it's like yeah you don't even have to talk about it but it was like right before that it's not like esoteric lore anymore it's it's just baked into the culture yeah it's just the most uh common cultural products i was at like the end of high school when youtube just began and very mercifully me and my friends uploaded all our stupid videos to google videos which failed and then they just bought YouTube because they couldn't beat YouTube. So mercifully, uh, all that shit is not on the internet anymore. But we did upload it to like Google Videos at the time. Ah, uh, that's amazing! You you completely dodged a bullet. Yeah, I'm glad I, I think never some uploaded of those videos I have YouTube. on a hard drive. But yeah, the only thing that exists of me from early YouTube is just extremely low quality concert footage. Yeah, but at least you were already doing something non embarrassing by the time <laughs> YouTube started. <laughs> Well, depending on the show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, touche. 
Jeez. Um, we got to listen to a little more MC Front a lot here. This is a more recent song of his called Nerd Life. How is he still at this? Exa Wait, let me see what year this was. This is 2013, so somewhat re Like, it's still eight years ago, but... Mm -hmm. I don't mean to shame this person, but I find it very difficult to look at. <laughs> he makes a lot of weird movements. He's kind of, he's very lanky and... He's this strange shaped head. His facial hair is very bizarre. Repellent. Just the highest quality nerdcore that was ever made there. Like it actually sounds like a real beat at least. You already dwell there. Front a lot is right beside you. Thick glasses, no hair. I work a desk job making rap songs for internet. I take my hacking with me in the off hours. Wait a minute, who's the guy with the Brooklyn hat? That can't be Vinny Beetle, can it? I don't know, I, I gotta see the guy who scammed Bam Margera. No, I, I don't think it could be him. <laughs> Just some other flat brim guy. A game of checkers move out of phase with the board. Hack reality, the rules are ignored. This is nerd life underscored by many aptitudes. I rap for you. Engineer my life like hackers do. Now his vocal style is just punishing. It's just so bad. It's I know, dude. It's a bunch of things I don't like all at the same time. It's impressive how cloying it is. Yeah. It's very hard to listen to, yeah. Let's keep the crowd riveted optimal, isn't it? Nerd life, you live in it, nerd. What does this have to do with being a nerd? It's just yeah, shitty rap. Yeah, this song's great because there's nothing nerdy about it. He just says nerd life. And the video is him being in an office and drinking coffee. Maybe maybe what MC Frontalana is trying to say is that we're all nerds now, you know? He tried to warn us. It's true. By so, 2013, he'd taken over. Sometimes these guys really cling to the nerd label because it's hard to be a white rapper with this level of skill otherwise. Mm -hmm. You get a little boost from being nerdcore, but if you're just competing with, uh, with Eminem or Mac Miller or whoever, this guy just can't compete. Yeah. So you got to be like, I'm a nerd. I'm the best nerdcore rapper. <laughs> I think the next song is just the like prototypical nerdcore song. Like I would guess this one probably has some of the most views on YouTube. Let's see. Yeah. 2 million views. This is a uh, MC Chris Fett's vet. These were the last guys to use MC for anything. Yeah. That's like an eighties thing. No one, no one uses MC in their name. These guys all act like that's the, that's the most common prefix for rapper names in the 2000s. But Dan, I think this stuff kind of gets at what you were saying of like the high-pitched voice with like the wordy fucking lexicon bullshit. Yeah. Lyrical miracle crap. It's, uh... Yeah. The opening rhymes of the song are DeLorean with Mandalorian with Historian with Bennigan's. <laughs> Wait, Milan? Why can't I say that? Mandalorian. I forgot how to say it for a second. Yeah. Was that around? Yeah, he was about that way before it was mainstream. Because isn't that just Boba Fett in general? Yeah, Boba Fett is a Mandalorian, I guess. Right? Oh. So. Shows what I know. I guess he is nerdier than me. He knows more about Star Wars. Yeah, I 
the jet spike puts him in the kick talk it's a made a hit you think i give a shit your mama is a bitch this to me is like really what nerdcore is about though because he also wants to talk about like bitches and hoes but he also wants to talk about boba fett you know there's always this moral holier than thou thing they do but they're also doing the exact same shit they criticize mm-hmm. yeah, they just want ironic distance from it even though it's the exact same thing yep. they're just shittier at it and they can't they can't get the pussy they can't get the cars and the money. Get back on the right track. As for me, that's not an option. Can't say that with more clarity. Me going legit would be like Jar Jar on speech therapy. My backpacks got jets. Well, I'm Boba. The fat. Well, I'm Bounty Hunt for Java Hunt to find it. I don't know how you can enjoy this. Yeah, this song is really punishing. Even if I was like the biggest the LOL Star Wars fan song in the world. Is... Like... Yeah. You'd have to really convince yourself that you like it. But at least like the LOL Cat song has like a lot of charm. Like... I'm into that. This shit is just punishing me. It feels like it's coming from a place of uh, like artistic purity. Not this, the LOL cat suck. Yeah, yeah. Even MC Chris's album cover for this says, Life's a bitch and I'm her pimp. It's like, alright dude. Are you really? I remember there being a video of MC Chris crying. MC Chris crying. <laughs> yeah the first trip i think what happened was he like cut a show short or something or like yelled at someone who threw something at him and then people got mad at him on twitter and then he posted a video crying <laughs> and it did not make the situation better eight years ago i was man I was wondering why I hadn't heard any like Harry Potter lyrical content, and then I'm noticing now that um, the first song on MC Chris's album or EP or whatever this is is uh, just called Harry Potter. Yeah, very right to the point. It's funny to think of a time when that was considered like a male nerd thing. Yeah, because now it's like, super female coded to be an adult yeah, into Harry Potter, but totally back then I guess it fit yeah. in with being a Star Wars guy. Oh no. Oh no, there's a skit at the end. They locked me out of my apartment. Um, so call me back, man. There's a there's a payphone here. Some kids stole my cell phone, but the joke's on him because his sprint shut it off. These guys won though. That's that's the sad thing. They won the culture war. Yeah, yeah now everybody's true. proud to have heard of Star Wars. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen all the Marvel movies. Well, here's what we were talking about earlier, where it really doesn't fit into this episode, but I just got to hear it now. We got to judge how much this fits into Nerdcore, Soldier Boy's anime. I feel like, if anything, people listening to this have probably heard this more than a lot of these other songs, but it's just such a classic. I, I can't remember if we've ever listened to it on this show, but this absolute classic. Anime swag, I'm flying like Goku. Anime swag, when I pull up in that old school. Anime, drop fast anime. Recent chain anime and everything anime. Gucci skin anime, my backpack anime. The X Park with the Glock cock, that's anime. Oh my god, anyway, I'm balling up the avenue. Anime swag, and I'm This is a thousand times better than anything we've listened anime, to so far. Everything. Yeah, my face just lit up when it started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the song is a, it's a joy to listen to. He loves anime. It's great. So 
songs about anime. Sounds great. He's having a great time. He's but having to me, a great it's in the time. same category as the LOL Cat song. It does, like, both of them make me happy. Like, that song was, like, so genuine. No chopper to your damn throat. It's OD gang, yeah, money, where like, bro. All white, like, ho. Anime, dead, though. Yeah, I'm anime, sway, though. Like, yeah, though. Four, four, dose in a rose when I rode through. Rose Royce Black. I love Soldier Boy. I know. I've rated him before on Twitch. Nice. I've, like, doubled his How many people, like, like, yeah, I was gonna say, how many people actually watch him? He gets pretty decent. And viewers like uh maybe like 1500 on average okay that's better than i would have thought i forget what he does i think he does like grand theft auto roleplay stuff <laughs> he hasn't put out an album or even a mixtape or anything in like seven years yeah we need the console we gotta get fortune kit the soldier boy console there must be one somewhere can, yeah get our hands on it somehow i'm looking like vegeta man looking like gohan i'm yeah, this song rocks because it's like a genuine freestyle where he's just high out of his mind and trying to think of names from anime and like it just stops rhyming there's basically no hook it's just a total disaster it's so good <laughs> the anime master like I'm balling, Marvel versus Capcom, Soldier versus the world. <laughs> I'm fucking on your baby mama, anime and her. It's God, so, so hot in this motherfucking club. I'm animated up, can't nobody fuck with us. SOD boys, man, I'm looking like I am that guy. I don't give a fuck a million dollars, I'm a samurai. Yeah. Just animated up as a concept is pretty sweet. <laughs> Soldier. Did you ever see the edit of this? Oh, this is like a, a like a cool drink of water after uh, wandering through the desert. No, what's the edit, Alex? Let me see if I can find it. I think maybe while you're looking, I'll put on a... This was a recommendation from Sean Moorhead on Twitter. Um, what's it called here? Girls with Glasses. Ultra, Ultra yeah, yeah, Clistron. Yeah, this is a live cut from Nerdcore Summit 2007. Here we go. God, can you imagine being at the Nerdcore Summit in 07? It was the summit of culture. The smells. It would smell for totally sure. Up, I'm getting flashbacks to like <laughs> middle school boys locker room. I love that the video here. starts with him saying he messed up the last song and that the next song's really <laughs> hard. This is what my One thing you'll notice like in a lot of the like uh, the studio recordings but I guess probably none of these guys ever went to a studio. Um, is that they'll re-record every line so they don't have to get out of breath? Yeah. Oh, totally. The MC Router does that. Every single line is individually recorded. In, in comparison, that makes this guy seem impressive because he's like halfway pulling it off. Like he's not doing a good job, but he's at least like getting through the song. Yeah, you can tell the way he recorded it was not one go. No. He's, he's also, stumbling, stumbling yeah. towards the finish line here. Yeah. And then he has a sample here of himself. 
but it's not like a Michael's with the dudes on the net complaining about weight though themselves. But uh, to this guy's credit, he tries to have a real hook in his song, unlike almost any other nerdcore rapper. I imagine this guy having to sleep for 18 hours after doing this performance. <laughs> Just looking. He's like a hummingbird. He's using so much energy. He just collapses. Like John Henry. Reading me a manga about girls with glasses. Don't like three quarters of girls have glasses past a certain age. Is that really that unique? But in the manga, it's a hundred percent of girls. Let me make so clear. All you need is fear, red to connect with the peers, and when you have friends, a significant other, or maybe even not of that message to brothers. But anyone can be the hero. I can save the day. I don't even know what he's saying. What's the point of even doing? You might as well just go like to the rhythm. But he only kills with his limited fans. So he's the kind of guy on which you can depend. So with these ladies, no lies. Visibly winded at this point. Just disgusting. He's like, <laughs> he's praying for the song to be over. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if he was playing it on guitar or something and it wasn't a backing track, he would be speeding up the tempo for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's playing it over <laughs> as fast as possible. Let's get to the end here. He's blown it here. He, he went... He flew too close to the sun at the beginning, you know? Like, he's modulating his vocals <laughs> up and up, going faster and faster, but he's only, like, a third of the way through that, the song. So There's nowhere left to go, man. It's about dynamics. <laughs> the Summit. Yeah, the Nerdcore Summit 2007. But I think I got to give him some credit, though. Like, he tried to actually structure his song, like, that has a hook. Mm -hmm. And by default, it's one of the better hooks, since most of them don't have anything. This is true. He was going in. Yeah, he tried he to make a song. You can't say he didn't. Here it is. I found it. Oh, the edit of Soldier Boy? Oh, with Dragon Ball Z. This puts a smile on my face. Yeah, I'm ready to say Soldier Boy is uh, secretly the the best nerdcore rapper of all time. He invented it. Man, crank that soldier boy, what a masterful song. I loved my favorite thing about Crank That Soldier Boy, again, like early YouTube days, was he had the accompanying video where he's, for some reason, this never explained, standing in a drained pool and showing you all the moves to Crank That Soldier Boy. I never got the moves. That's one of those songs where even if you pay attention, I don't really know what it is. 
It's just like you, you go, go to the, the left and you go to the right now. Oh, so next here's another live video. This is MC uh, Router doing her song one one eight hundred newbies. Uh, this from one's the highest really high to to the lowest low. Yeah, this is maybe the most punishing shit of of it all. Yeah, she's very not skilled. And especially about video games and but she's the only girl there. So they they just let her do her thing. Uh, this is giving me the same feeling as like when when the, you're like okay uh, yes the local band can open and you don't check on them and then and then you walk out of the green room before your set and you watch them performing and you're like I've made a fucking terrible mistake. <laughs> I think she I opened by checked. throwing magic cards into the audience. Oh, I know she was saying who likes Magic the Gathering, but I didn't know what she meant. I think you're right. She said we're late. We don't got games. Let her be known that they got the same. My pizza art and people die. The rum food method is Jelly KY. Jelly KY. I know she rhymed 1-800-newbies with boobies earlier. God, it's like nails in my brain, the cadence of the voice. <laughs> yeah, her voice is so annoying. It just, it sounds like a woman at Dollar General screaming. I mean, MC Frontalot is more annoying, but at least he can stay on time is the thing. Ooh, that's a line where you know she wishes the audience was saying it with her. Yeah, oh, it, it was engineered yeah. for that. No yeah. one picked up on it. Thank you. I'm glad it's only two minutes long. Yeah, it's not very good. Oh, and then, so here's, uh, you'll have to give the intro to this, Alex, because I haven't watched any of this yet, but... I don't know how many years like oh this is 2014 so what maybe I don't know eight to ten years later something like that she's on Dr. Phil this is Kristen also known as MC Router MC she's an internationally recognized rapper who's notorious for being promiscuous they say she's internationally known on stage at every performance this is Abby She's a devout Muslim, speaks fluent Arabic, doesn't drink alcohol, abstains from sex, and prays five times a day. Now, it may seem like they have nothing in common, right? Well, they do. Actually, they are the same person. What? (laughs) Almost two years ago, Kristen converted to Islam and changed her name to Abby. Actually, Abadah. Weird, annoying person does weird, annoying performative shit. Kristen, who she refuses uh... to call (laughs) Abby... I mean, to her credit, I'm sure her life is better if she's, like, sober or whatever versus being fucked up all the time. It's just one extreme stupid thing to a a different uh, phase. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. There's a whole segment on it, but, like, she's not just a Muslim. She's a Wahhabist who loves Saudi Arabia. Oh, cool. oh man, <laughs> and it's so, so cool. weird. And she's also—I found a video of her vlogging about how, like, she doesn't really fit in 
anything with the Muslims locally. Like she feels like they're judging her and like she doesn't. She feels like they're suspicious of her. And like, who knows what she's doing? Yeah, you're right. Maybe it is. I think maybe Dan was right after all. If she's like a Wahhabist for some reason, like she is just picking some other weird arcane thing to get into. Yeah, it's like the guys who convert to Orthodox Christianity on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting the same the same vibe. Seems Found a like new it. thing. A new thing to be annoying about. We gotta wrap up with this freestyle that you were telling us about earlier. This has MC Router and MC Lars. Plus a guy we haven't heard of yet called Beefy. Yeah. Let's check this out. He's large. We're floating on a boat in Amsterdam. I'm here with BP, yes I am. MC Ryder, she likes to smile because she's been hanging out with the geek life for a while. I'll let you know about the situation. The translation on the right is what I'm facing. Floating north and south, up and we're about. Yo, Beefy, why are you kicking? This may be the only time I, I like that sound of Dutch is pleasing to my ears. You know, just the announcements. I would rather listen. I would rather listen to this woman speaking Dutch over the inter, uh, over the uh, over the PA than listen to these guys rap. And that's saying something. Yeah, I just feel bad for everyone else who's like two feet away from them right now. I'm rather and I'm on a boat. It's the same in Dutch. On the canal, <laughs> on the canali, and that's my finale. Oh, man, great job! That fell apart. Quick. Big finish there. Big finish. <laughs> cool. Well, it's good that she doesn't rap anymore. Yeah, that's true. I think being a Wahhabist is probably better for her. I wonder if she got radicalized in Europe. Yeah, she went to a no-go zone. Yeah, they had a show in a no-go zone. It was a. Uh, that one Saudi prince who is always on uh, Discord and shit, <laughs> uh, he organized the show in a no-go zone. There's a Saudi prince who's always on Discord? Yeah, isn't this the whole thing where people have like found his uh, profile and he just spends like a shitload of money on, you know, just like cosmetics and shit? There's something, I mean, I have to look it up to remember the details, but if you, if you just look that up, you'll find it. That rocks. I swear like when the family travels, he like brings his gamer rig to like hotels and shit. That needs rules. to be the next next micro genre of shitty rap music is uh, Saudi princes. Yeah, Prince Core. They have cool shit to rap about. They have falcons. They do those yeah. things with the cars where they like flip it on the side and it's still driving. And Neom's going to be a whole city uh, designed for shooting rap videos, basically. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think among the crop of uh, young MCs that we saw here. I like. MC Frontalot is the most fascinating because he's so annoying that there's something magnetizing about that. Yeah. The Lolcats guy is the most genuinely, like, I think he's oblivious enough. It doesn't seem, I mean, maybe it is really calculated, but somehow it's so bad that it comes off as, like, genuinely funny. Yeah. Because it's that so bad. That guy seems very sad to me. Yeah. Like, he's got, he sort of appreciates on some level how lame he is and it hurts him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which kind of makes it more funny, I think, than a guy who's uh, completely unself-aware. I think if I had to hang out with anyone out of this this rogues gallery um, of of wordsmiths, it would be uh, it would be the lolcat guy for sure. Yeah, yeah, he probably wouldn't steal anything from you. 
No, and you wouldn't want to like swallow your own tongue after you know fifteen minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Hanging out with MC Router would just be, I guess, maybe talking about the Quran. But I also question whether she actually like reads the Quran. Either she reads it all day, or she never reads it. I'm gonna well, say that's, that. That's Hanging the out thing. With her it's like now would be cool. Back then would be so annoying. Yeah. Oh God. God, like being the only gamer girl in that whole crowd, and you're also drinking twenty beers a day, and everyone's like indulging your behavior. Yeah. <laughs> she must have been so irritating. She's got to be a Wahhabist. <laughs> it's her only choice. It's the only way out. Now she's going to become a Wahhabist rapper, though, and then get into the uh, Prince Corps. It's going to come up around Saudi Arabia. We should get it on the ground floor of that. Yes. Tell that guy to add me on Discord. Yeah, what's a meme right now that we can rap about from a Wahhabist perspective? Falcons. Everyone loves Falcons. Yeah, Lol Falcons. Chopped and screwed like Khashoggi. Ooh, not bad. There's a start. I'll rap about whatever. I'll propagandize for whoever, whenever. Just give me the money. <laughs> I don't know. Now that we've sparked uh, this conversation, now it's time for the Nerdcore Rap Revival. So I want to see this shit coming back and getting everyone mad on Twitter. I want to see M- MC Router's uh, debut album retroactively get a 10 out of 10 on Pitchfork. Yeah, you're right. They should at least review MC Front a lot. I mean, as like the kingpin. Yeah, Pitchfork completely overlooked this genre. We should last week we should have uh, put Tom Bryan's feet to the fire. Why is Stereo Gum never write about MC Front a lot? <laughs> well, we missed our chance. So, well, what we have to do is get MC Front a lot a number one. So then he yeah, has to true. write about it. We have to do Let's some get sort OG of BTS. original gamers to number one. BTS manipulation, buying that song over and over again on a botnet. Easy. We just do the Saudi rap thing, and then uh, we have the Saudi Ministry of Foreign Affairs and their and their uh, you know social media department just just juice the numbers until uh, MC Router's uh, Prince Core song goes to number one, and then Tom has to write about it. Sell yeah. Saudi Aramco the whole thing, and spend all the money <laughs> on iTunes Store downloads for MC Front a lot. That's we'll right. see what Look, happens. That yeah. oil clearly is not going to last forever. Uh, that country needs to diversify, and you know, a, a city-shaped, line-shaped theme park isn't going to cut it. They need to get in to popular culture. Like, why spend money on Thomas Friedman when you can just hire MC Router and us and and have a number one song and do what Korea is yeah. doing, which is soft power, baby. If there's any Saudi princes listening, feel free to get in touch. Or if Thomas Friedman's listening, I guess he could get in touch too. Maybe we could do something with him. But <laughs> Thomas Fre- Travis Friedman, <laughs> Thomas Friedman, Prince Core rap about the, all the delicious spiced lamb, and talking to a cab driver. Has Thomas yeah. Friedman ever <laughs> written about accidentally getting into the Bang Bus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I heard an interesting thing on the Bang Bus today. About the economy and what the ordinary person thinks. A simple bus driver named Shawnee Sins. Apparently condoms are more expensive than ever. Gaming is my life and I hope it's yours too. Grab a stick, take a hit, we don't give a shit. Chilling at home, assess a screen outfit. Grab a do-hair boot, I don't know about you. Gaming is my life and I hope it's yours too.